Hello everyone and welcome to the NARSA weekly update for the week commencing Monday, May the 31st, 2021. It's Gary Gillen here and I am your host for this week's edition again and I hope everyone is still in and enjoying the afterglow of our invincible season and truly enjoying the newly formed banter years that seem to be being lived by our neighbours over in the East End. They are second in absolutely everything that is meaningful right now. First, Eddie Howe does a Derek McInnes. Now it, peer, now it appears that they're doing a Pedro Cassinha with this Australian guy, if all things in the press are to be believed. Talk about repeating your rival's mistakes. It just goes to show how fractured that whole organisation is from top to bottom. It really didn't take as long to expose, uh, to expose, sorry, the flimsy pack of cards over there, I can tell you. And I, for one, am absolutely loving it. So, from uh, an RTV perspective, we continue to engage with our member clubs to get the, the payments sorted as quickly as possible. And, and once again, thank you to everyone who's already paid and for those who have gotten in touch about any discrepancies that we may have have exposed. I believe we've come to resolution with almost everyone who's been in touch with us in terms of any discrepancies and we're only waiting in RTV coming back with some games logs for a few clubs to enable us to, to hurdle our final barrier to get to the desired end state. So I was really hoping to finish all the RTV stuff and payments before this Saturday's AGM. More about that later. But maybe it's going to spill a wee bit over into the new NASA executive portfolio, which isn't a disaster. We'll keep going and do the very best we can. But again, thank you to everyone for your diligence and help in getting us to this spot. From a shout-out perspective for this week, I have just simply the best shout-out, and it's for a birthday. Today's birthday shout-out is for my very own dad, Ronnie Gillen, who is a sprightly 84 years old today. Yeah, 84. It literally seems like yesterday we were heading down to Las Vegas for the convention, 2017, and celebrating his 80th birthday, and here we are four years later and he's still going strong. And by going strong, I mean he sits on his bum all day and just shouts at the TV for insulting his vast and um, superior intelligence. And he mixes it up with the odd trip down to Morrison's or Aldi's or to the chiropodist or to the doctors or whatever. But um, all of that is just so that he can observe and complain about how other people are stupid in the shops and how other people don't queue properly or park properly or do anything properly. So that's the life of my old man, Ronnie. I love you. Thank you very, very much for everything. Happy birthday again. And I hope you had a terrific day. That's a good one. So from a convention update perspective, as you know, I'm repeating myself here, but our original ticket allocation sold out in record time and bears across the globe have since been very patient with us as we work through our next steps with the hotel in terms of trying to increase the space. So where things stand on that one is that we have been in extensive dialogue with Caesars Entertainment since the sellout, actually, a few weeks back now, a couple of weeks back, and Caesars Entertainment and Planet Hollywood to basically determine exactly how much space we have available to increase our numbers to from the original 1,300 that we had and sold out of. This becomes a wee bit of a planning exercise as we add tables, a stage, a dance floor, 
a top table for our VIP guests and and all those things take up space. Uh, you know, whereas we could you know be, be sitting another series of tables of of twelve, which is what we've opted for. So we met with the Caesars team last Wednesday and had some great dialogue around some of the options that are open to us. And and one of the options that is open to us is that there is a mezzanine, an outdoor mezzanine. I don't know if every mezzanine is outdoor, so maybe I'm making myself sound a bit ignorant there. <laughs> but let's just say an outdoor mezzanine for this one. And it's just adjacent to the celebrity ballroom, which is the hall that we will have all of our formal events, the formal NARSA events at. And this mezzanine could potentially be used for the meal portion of the Grand Banquet on the Saturday night for, essentially for spillover guests if we were to um, sell out of the second tranche of, of tickets that we'll get to put on sale. So it's something we're going to explore a little bit more. So please don't take this as as gospel or, or that any decisions have been made or anything like that at this point. We're going to, in the next day or so, is... is is figure out if we actually need it. So we're going to do a bit of a canvas uh, via our various communication channels to see, within a reasonable degree of accuracy, how many people still require tickets. Because to be completely honest, I don't know the answer to that question. But I know personally that I've answered at least 100 plus emails since the tickets sold out from people looking for a minimum of two up to you know a dozen or so or stuff and that's just the stuff that I've answered so and I know as I mentioned previously that other members of the executive have been answering similar questions as well so is the number that we are 200 short 300 short a thousand short 1500 short we truly have no idea so what we've done is set up a google form and um, that's attached to the website ticket page where people can go in and all we need from you is your name your email address and the number of tickets that you're expecting to purchase. And then that gives us a decent ballpark of what we're looking at, as I mentioned, you know, is it, is it 200, 300, 500, 1000, whatever it looks like. And then it might come to pass that we can actually fit everyone into the celebrity ballroom and we don't even need to discuss the mezzanine. Although I personally think the mezzanine is a, is a pretty cool idea and concept, even if we don't need it, you know, somewhere outside to go and grab a bit of fresh air, get a breather from the hall, that the intent would be to have bars out there and, and you know, and basically make it a serviced area. So just another area to go. I don't know if it looks out onto the, the strip or not. I we, we are expecting some photographs from the folks over at Planet Hollywood to give us a bit of an idea of what it looks like. But, and, you know, and we will share whatever we can when we do. But... Anyway, that's what we'll do. We'll get the 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 link out via our communications channels. You know, the president and secretary list, the the Mailchimp list through our social media channels, through our internal Facebook and WhatsApp groups as well. And then if you can go in and just let us know. And as I say, it's not a guarantee you're going to get the tickets. It's not a waiting list. It just gives us an idea of what type and style of negotiations we have to continue with with the hotel. So. Yeah, I think that's what we'll do. What we'll do in, in the, the blurb of this email, we'll give you the, the link and then we'll also do that. I think we'll probably do the rest of it tomorrow, I think, something like that. Now, um, as I say, I just need to be super clear. It doesn't guarantee you tickets. It's just to give us an idea of how short we truly are. It could come to pass that we'll sell out completely and we'll have to disappoint some blue noses. And I, I really, truly hope it doesn't come to that. I've been saying to most people that I've been responding to, you know, our intention for this one event is because it's so big and so poignant for, for us in the club that we want to try and get every single bear that wants to come the ability to come and, and enjoy the party with us. So 
Um, yeah, yeah, we'll see how that goes over the next wee while. So if you could give us a wee bit of an idea about that, then we can move on from there. And a quick reminder that we'll also be putting some more hotel rooms up for sale when we open up the, the extra tickets too. So if you happen to miss out on the hotel and you got tickets or you missed out on both, please don't hesitate um, to get on this one when more open back up um, because the hotel have kind of shut us down a couple of times now and this is a second or third addendum to the original contract that we have as well. And just another plug for our Frequently Asked Questions document, which is on the website. Uh, you know, anything that you need to know in general terms about the, the convention, please go there and visit it and, and see, um, you know, see the information that you need to see. And if there's nothing there that's going to answer the questions, then please do not hesitate to get in touch with us via our communications channels as well. And one final thing on the convention front, and it's a wee bit of a segue for a later section in the pod here, which is this Saturday is our annual general meeting, our AGM, which is typically where and when future convention host clubs would pitch to host a future convention. As you know, we do the conventions on a two-year cycle, so we are now in a position to be looking at potential host sites for the 2023 convention. And as far as I know right now, the 2023 convention slot is completely wide open. So if you and or your club have ever thought about putting one on, please don't hesitate to get in touch and let us know and or... Um, you know, of course, just uh, pitch up at the at the AGM and, and put your proposal uh, together and, uh, and and present it. You know, you're, you're more than welcome to do that, of course, as well. And typically what would happen is you get some time on the floor, you do your presentation. Sometimes the presentation is just someone speaking. Sometimes it's an actual presentation, you know, on PowerPoint or something else. And then we, we go from there. But don't don't hesitate. I don't want any of the, the ceremony or any of the admin to put anyone off if you have a, an expressed interest. Not that we would make a decision right there and then if you, if you haven't got your ducks in a row in terms of, you know, a, hotel, a potential hotel and potential golf courses and, and things like that that, that kind of round off the, the whole event structure. But please don't hesitate to put your hand up and say... You know, yes, we would be quite interested. Can we organise some some discussions after the AGM? But again, if you are ready to do a formal presentation, then we would love to hear that as well. So if we don't have a proposed venue put forward at the AGM on Saturday, what we'll basically do is discuss with the, the new NARSA executive, which gets elected in on Saturday, when they're in position and do some exploration as to what's next and, and where we take it from. And I don't want anyone to be put off by trying to follow Las Vegas. You know, you just can't. We tried it in Calgary and it's just a wholly different and unique type and style of event. People went to both Las Vegas and Calgary, enjoyed both for different reasons. So there's no competition or, or nothing to worry about in terms of maybe letting people down with an event that isn't quite as large and grandiose and spectacular as Las Vegas is going to be. From another business perspective, I mentioned last week that we had our final NARSA executive meeting last Wednesday where we we all got together, well, most of us got together uh, one last time to progress the ongoing items and, and make our final preparations for the AGM this coming Saturday. And it was a real opportunity to sit down, you know, and just for a wee while reflect on our individual and collective journeys that uh, that commenced in June 2018 up till up till now up until Saturday I guess and I did get an opportunity to thank everyone personally who attended the meeting for all of their help and dedication and investment in NARSA 
as things in life, you know, really get generally busy, we sometimes forget that we're all doing this for the betterment of Rangers, for the betterment of NARSA. And more importantly, we're all volunteers. We're taking time away from our family, from our friends, from our work, from any other hobbies that we have to do the work on behalf of the, the NARSA membership. So thanks again and well done to everybody on the NARSA executive and our, our two guys on the, the comms side, Andy and Chris, for their help and commitment this past three years. I'll likely say a wee bit more about this on next Monday's pod as I'll know what happened at the AGM by then and we'll have an opportunity to discuss some of the particulars and next steps. From a communications perspective for this week, um, just, just a few for this week. We uh, Firstly, um, you'll likely have seen that, uh, I think it was maybe a midweek or maybe towards the end of last week, that convicted racist Andrej Kudela's appeal against his 10-match ban for racially abusing our very own Glenn Kamara was indeed rejected by UEFA, determining once and for all, you would think, that this matter is now closed and that he misses the Euros and we all move on. But no, I guess when you're a proper convicted racist, common logic doesn't really apply to you. So what's happening now is that he has apologised for his behaviour, but fully intends to appeal his ban to the court for arbitration for sport, or Court of Arbitration for Sport, I'm not 100% sure what the exact title is, to try and get the ban reduced or quashed or, or whatever it is he's trying to do. It's just utterly ridiculous circumstances that this guy has got himself involved in for an utterly ridiculous guy. And so I truly hope that somewhere along the line someone says, wait, what? Ten games, is that it? Here, try a year, you clown, or something like that. You know, some people just don't know when to quit when they're... They're thoroughly behind, and this guy is obviously one of them as well. In the blurb for the, the podcast tonight, we'll put in the link that I used um, some of this from, from Sky Sports, just to give you an idea of what this guy's up to. It's just incredible. Secondly, and you might have already seen this one too, but in the spirit of reinforcing great news, our very own Kamar Roof's goal away to Standard Liège back in October... Yep, that incredible effort from inside our own half. One top spot in the Europa League goals of the season. Yeah, number one. I remember, I think I talked about this at the time. Or maybe I didn't. Maybe I talked about it in one of the previous pods. But um, I, I, was, I remember watching it on my own. I'm sitting here on my own at home, working at home. And it looks just like he's, he doesn't know where he's going. He's getting himself a little bit lost. The conditions aren't conducive to, you know, keeping the ball properly under control or anything like that. And I, I literally shouted out loud, which is quite unusual for me when I'm sitting on my own, like, where are you going? And then all of a sudden, boom, it's in the back of the net. And, and of course, everybody across the world celebrated. <laughs> just just knowing right instantaneously at the time that that was something special. And for Steven Gerrard to explain it as one of the best, if not the best goal he's ever seen live, that says something. So I'll put a link to the UEFA website in the blurb for, for the pod for tonight. And we'd urge you to go and check it out. I think it's only maybe three, maybe four minutes long. But what it does is it includes all of the top 10 goals as voted by UEFA's technical observers. And some of the goals in there are absolutely incredible, but none as special or fantastic, of course, as our own number one himself, Mr. Roof. So great news there. I really, I really love to see that sort of stuff and getting some, some positive press in the worldwide stage. Lastly, on the communications 
front for this week. There was an article that was featured on the, the Rangers website a few weeks back. I think it actually might have been three weeks ago today, possibly, on Leo's birthday. And I didn't highlight it at the time because that that, that week we had a particularly news-heavy week that week and, and I just decided to kind of leave it. But this time, though, it's, it's surfaced via the... ITV, uh, ITV.com website with an article on Rangers' partnership with Park Hall Integrated College in Antrim, Northern Ireland. And what Rangers are doing there is providing educational opportunities in a whole array of football and sports-related disciplines, you know, so combining football with education. And and I'll put, it, I'll put a link, again, to, to the, both the Rangers article and the ITV article, and uh, in, in our blurb, and and it's just another demonstration, I think, of of the diverse community activities the Rangers, as a football club, are involved in. Not only at home, in you know West Central Scotland, but further afield, in in an area that is, of course, a Rangers stronghold area uh, within within the UK. And on the ITV article, there is a short video there that's I think it's about three minutes long that I would definitely encourage you to watch if you've got the time because it gives a wee bit more detail of the endeavour and the benefits that are intended for the students of the programme and the opportunities truly for further brand expansion and awareness for our club and in particular around the Everyone Anyone campaign and our diversity efforts as well. So great stuff. Another unique thing the club are doing and and just um, more, you know, going from strength to strength on on the business side of of the club. So great stuff overall again to everyone from, from the club for getting that one kicked off and up and running. So once again this week, as I mentioned last week, we don't have any interviews lined up, and and we'll we'll get things a wee bit organised for that over the over the summer, uh, depending on what we determine we're going to do with these weekly podcasts over the summer. I don't know if we'll take a breather, or we will continue to go through and just shorten them down because of, um, you know, limited content. Not hundred percent sure. We'll figure it out and see, and see where we go from there. So the the one main last thing that I want to to cover uh, right now, <clears throat> and as I mentioned last week, this is this week is your final reminder for this Saturday's AGM, which will commence at noon EST, noon Eastern Standard Time sharp, and we're going to do the full meeting over Zoom, so that we'll have a chance to see some of the friendly faces of our membership for folks that dial in via video. But please don't worry if you don't have Zoom on the invite or on the agenda invite will be some numbers that you can dial into the meeting from and you'll get to pick the most appropriate number based on your geographic region. I believe the numbers are toll numbers, so if you pick a local number, you know that the cost for dialing in will be negligible at that point then. And then you will be given access to the meeting to the same level of audio as everyone else. You just won't be able to see everyone there as well. And it should be nice and seamless for everyone. We conducted some testing yesterday and it went absolutely fine. And and I just I can't stress enough how important it is for us as the NASA executive and the NASA membership to have representation from as many clubs as possible. I know the meetings aren't exactly the most exciting uh, that, that we have and, and it's just one of the core parts of our business that we have to hold this constitutionally. We have to hold these meetings and, and we need to make sure that we uphold the constitution and do what needs to be done and take care of some important business as well. And as I mentioned before, our online meetings, you know, which is, you know, kind of mostly the, the winter meetings that we would have, the general meeting, are 
significantly less well attended than our in-person meetings, but of course we can't have an in-person meeting this year because of the, the, the tail end of the, the pandemic that's going on. But we'd really, really, really appreciate everyone taking an hour or so, or every club member, um, our club representative member, taking an hour or so out of the day on Saturday to help us reach quorum and get us through the, the important business that we that we have to cover. And if you can't attend the meeting, please don't just leave it at that. Give your proxy vote to a friendly club, you know, to someone else that you know that, that can represent your club appropriately and accordingly in the meetings so that you can still have your club's voice heard. We do have uh, a couple of constitution amendments on the table for voting, which would be the, the stuff that we know of. Uh, right now, we're not in an election situation, but if we if it comes to pass that we end up in a, an election-type situation, if there's any late nominations, then then we will get that organised as well. And just on that, we have prepared, or we are preparing, sorry, uh, an account to be set up on a, on a service called Election Buddy. And what Election Buddy does is it gives us private access to election uh, criteria. So it would be a web link that you would click. If we have an election, you'll be able to go into Election Buddy, cast your vote privately, um, like we would do at the AGM. You know, that's that's the one private vote that we have in terms of, of elections. And then every other vote is just a show of hands on the floor. So we can manage that fairly well through voice or through through people actually physically raising their hands and we can see them on screen. But um, we'll get that organised and that will all be part of, of the invite as well. So please don't worry about that. I don't want to make it sound like it's a very complicated meeting. You're basically clicking one link to get access or dialing one number to get access to the meeting, just like you would do for any of the other meetings and maybe you have done for meetings in the past year or so as well. So as I briefly mentioned there, we do have some positions up up for grabs on Saturday and the first one is the president and again that can only be filled by someone from the current executive and the treasurer, the northwest, northeast and southeast regional directors as well. And just a reminder that we that one of the constitutional amendments that we have on the table is to to reframe the the regional director roles into more functional roles and 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 we'll get through that. So, you know, we will have. I know I mentioned that a couple of times over the last couple of pods, but we will have a version available of the pod I recorded a wee while back that will explain the constitutional changes in a wee bit more detail that we have on the table for, for Saturday's AGM so that you're as informed and prepared as you can be for the meeting. That The pod isn't too long, less than 10 minutes, and might go a long way to clearing up any questions that you might have to help you determine your club vote in, in advance so that we can get through the meeting admin stuff as quickly as we can as well. We'll hopefully get that out either, either tonight or tomorrow at the very latest in plenty of time to share with your membership and get it out there and um, you know so for dialogue and then you can you can figure out how you want to vote as as a clubs but um, if you are interested in any of the positions i mentioned a wee bit earlier there please know that we will be accepting nominations with seconders up to and including the agm itself so if you're interested please don't hesitate to get in touch and we can talk through it but uh, honestly anything you need to see is on the constitution part of our website, which would be narsa.ca forward slash constitution. Okay, folks, this is one of the shorter pods of recent times. I hope the information that we've shared is going to be valuable for you. We will be in touch over the next couple of days to get our AGM set up, to get our, our and wait, I hesitate to say waiting list, but our list of interested parties for the volume of tickets that we think we might still need. And, and we'll see how it goes from there. So... 
Until next week, when the whole world will change with a new NARSA executive, please take care. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen. Please do share it with uh, anyone else you think that might enjoy it. And until then, take care. All the very best. Cheerio.